Yo, 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 this is Ken Shams representing Day of All Records, and you're tuned in to Tissue and Tape on War Room Sports Podcast Network, the new voice in hip-hop, respect the heat holders. Y'all already know what it is, Chance Mega Myth. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. And the prophecy read that one day, like the phoenix arose from the ashes, that a boy would be born unto a family in the slums. This boy would go on to use the knowledge he gained while fighting for survival in his streets to become a great leader. And in time, that boy would grow to become king. Yo, peace, the summer's mine. Rolex on my wrist, look at the time. Floor seats at the game, Brody baseline. I'm the man on these streets, I ain't hard to find. I'm a, uh, macular hustler, dumping hollows and crews. My killers make the news from Kelly to New Jerusalem. My bitches come in twos, ain't got nothing to prove. If niggas is talking reckless, tell them to make moves. I'm down ten toes, a gangster don't fold. Full force to men's souls, thinking that they bold. I just cop the new road, shitting on my foes. Wardrobe or fresh clothes, I get track codes. Those who Opposed get filled with bullet holes Cold still for real, leaving bodies with the crows Rubbing elbows with the higher ups That's why they mad at us, pull up in Bentley trucks It ain't a struggle luck, nigga This is God-given, whole lot of pimping I'm a little different, my vision is clear Take land and move rams, feast on lobster and clams And nigga get grams Recording live from somewhere It's the world's famous T-I-T-T, it's home team in the motherfucking house No question of course, it is Vod, yeah. and I am who I'm here with. Who? State your name, gangsta. Oh, you already know, man. This Philmatic 365, aka Playoff Ready. That's Playoff right. Playoff <laughs> in this job. Phil, we got a special guest with us with us tonight, man. Let the people know who we got on the line with us. Are uh, you already know, man? Uh, when we started this, man, we told you it was it was for the home of the MC and that we didn't care if it was somebody that had five mics or a million records sold, somebody that was up and coming and hungry and just wanted it more than the rest of them. So a few years ago, man, we, we get we get this email, yo, I'm trying to get on. I got some, I got some uh, heat. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You know, we get, we, we, get a, we get a bunch of emails. So we like, okay, whatever, whatever. Then we hear the music. And the music, it, it is all right. So he's like, yo, this dude must have been grinding for years. He he been 10, 12 years in because he sound like somebody that we grew up with. Right. It's 20 years old. I'm like, nah, can't be. So I talked to him. He is 20 years old and his brother is 19. Yeah. <laughs> so now we got a, a 19 and a 20 year old kids making boom back music and just built the relationship off that and talking to him tell yo you you working yeah i'm working where the music at oh it's coming finally <laughs> the music is here but i told him i told him we can't come back till we got the music the music's here it's fucking fire without further ado my my little big brother King Chance back in the building. What the fuck is up, my guy? <laughs> oh man, I, that that's the best intro ever, man. <laughs> I feel I feel wavy, like I feel wavy <laughs> and appreciated. Like 
Nah, nah, man, we working, man. Nah, yeah, we working. That's what we like to hear, you man. Know? You know? I'm um I'm I'm grinding, man. I'm I'm working on the tape of the year right now, man. You know, we ain't playing no fucking games. That's what that's what I've been hearing, yeah. man. I've been I've been hearing you got the you got that uh the, the best thing out, man. Yeah. Yeah, the wave is coming. The wave is coming. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's no game. I'm excited about this project, man. I'm excited about it. You know, um, I feel like it's our best work. We're working on a date, not only from a lyric standpoint, from but from a production standpoint as well. So, you know, I'm hyped, man. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of chit chatter, you know, maybe. He going in a different direction, maybe doing this, maybe doing this, that. Listen, man, I'm getting fucking dope about a day. I am fine wine, a good bottle of it. You dig I me? You, I seen you like, in the gym, man. You getting, you getting, you getting ready like you, oh. like you about to, uh, like you rocky. You, you, uh, you hitting the heavy bag? Oh man, listen, listen, I'm doing all that. Do not get it fucked up. I talk about a lot of guns, but I'll beat you the fuck up too. That's a guarantee. That's <laughs> a guarantee. Like this is. This is this this is not just like something regular that we do. Like yeah, you know I mean, like we just talk about the gas. We got this. We got that. Nah, like I'm I'm nice with them hands too. You get a three piece and a biscuit real quick, Crip. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got kids in the building. This is tissue to take. We go we going we gonna get all into the new project, the new music, everything you got coming up. But first, we we gotta we gotta talk about the coins that's going on this week. Uh, so vibe vibe. What you what you? I know you uh. You did a lot of uh, internet digging. Uh, yeah. Besides all these uh, <laughs> these dusty elbows that we got showing out in these eighty degree weather. Yeah. I thought, what else we got going on in the world, brother? So uh, before we get into that, of course, I uh, want to give a shout out to War Room Sports Podcast Network. Yes, yes. Uh, the War Room is on from six to eight on Thursday. Uh, WRSPN.com is where you can check them out, uh, as well as the Burtons John Appetit. Uh, be sure to check them out as well. Uh, Warm Sports Podcast Network, where we also are featured as well. Um, and also, uh, TallyandTwine.com. Uh, yes, be yes. sure to go there and check out the time pieces that are there. Be sure to cop. Uh, we got Mother's Day coming up. We got Father's Day coming up. We got uh, graduations coming up. We got, hey, boo, I'm sorry. <laughs> all, type, all types of stuff for all, for all arrangements. So please get to find time pieces at tallyandtwine.com. Uh, use the promo code TITT, get 10% off. Uh, make sure that you tell uh, Randy and the good people over there that the uh, heat holder sent y'all. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. Um, now let's 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 get into the shits right now because this this is how I'm feeling right now, man. America, oh, oh. the vibe using uh, expletives, like you know it's real. America got me feeling some type of way right now, and I'm glad that we got King Champs on the line because he is someone that that is very opinionated. So I want to actually start out with the um, kind of the, the the more flammable material for, first, and then we'll get into some more. Ooh. Ooh, so I like this. I had to set up for that. Listen, man, yo, it's 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 real now. Um, you know, I'm I'm on the line with, with you two brothers, you know, two native Philadelphians. Um, Sham, you're currently in the city. Um, you know, Phil, uh, of course, born and raised there. And, you know, um with me, uh large large part of my life I, I spent there either going there, living there, uh my wife was from there. So, you know, it's it's my second mm-hmm. home my second home you know I, I i love everything about the city and you know i hate a lot of things about the city 
Um, Definitely. One of the things. The same way. One, one of the things that, that that came out, of course, that made uh, national news, of course, was with Starbucks. And um, you yeah. know, for those that don't know, uh, there were two, uh, you know, young black men uh, waiting to have a meeting. They're waiting for their their uh, their cohort to meet them there. And uh, this is at the one at 18, 18 in Spruce. Um, you know, near Sitter City, kind of getting towards um, yeah. stop a little bit, but um, you know, let's let's just talk nice about that racist area. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, they showed it. Let, let's talk about it a little bit, gentlemen. Um, the the story basically was that uh, the video camera caught these gentlemen uh, basically being um, apprehended as if they had done something wrong. Uh, one had. Uh, mm. And basically tried to, uh, you know, use the bathroom, and the manager that was there uh, called the police on. Mm. Uh, said that they weren't purchasing anything; they were loitering. Like every and, other motherfucker that ever been to Starbucks <laughs> that's, ever. That's like a business yeah. model for the. For yeah. The uh, one out of the ten people that have actually purchased something, and the other ones is using free Wi-Fi. So facts, facts. So, that. so, so Phil, I'm gonna start with you, man. Um, <laughs> This I, I just actually just wanted to start with. Have you ever been in a situation where um, someone like has, has has put you in that situation where you have to keep your cool? Because those, those dudes were definitely cooler than I might have been, man. They were they were super cool compared to how yeah. I definitely cooler than, than I would have been. Um, you I'm sure um you might have seen my uh my little moment that I had my my last incident at at Home Depot. The Home Depot. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, for those that don't I know, saw that uh, job. Yeah, but for those that don't know, uh, Home Depot. Uh, I, I'm buying. I'm buying. I, I I have a home and I'm buying supplies for the yard. To find a rake. And so I'm in there. I'm I'm looking at which one I want to get. Like. I mean, who the fuck shops for rakes? So I'm, I'm, I'm holding one. I have, a, I have a, I have a neon green shirt on. I have headphones on. I have a Philly hat on. Possibly the same one I'm wearing now. And the lady doesn't say excuse me or anything. She just, she just walks up to me and demands to know where uh, flooring is or whatever it was. So you know. It, Nothing about me said that I worked there. She just assumed that I was. And, and had she even asked, I would have been like, oh, no, excuse me, ma'am, I don't work there. But she was, she was super impatient. I, I could have been helping a customer for all she knew if I really did work there. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. She interrupted and, you know, so I, I, I being that everything is hip hop, I, I told her she, I, I told her, yeah, Florence up the block and down the street from where the pimps, prostitutes, and the drug lords meet. And she kind of was taking me back. She was kind of taken back, and I was like, yeah. and I was like, yeah. And then, and then I just walked away, and I, because I was trying not to laugh, and I just walked away. But I, that was that was something like what happened to these gentlemen was not light at all. Because anytime you get the cops involved, specifically. Uh, the cops uh, from Philadelphia, uh, yeah. things, things can go definitely left. And they almost did. Thank God they didn't for those brothers. And, you know, it's, it's just sad, man, that it, that it that it comes to that, that, like, they can't even be a, a, a patron in there in, the, in Starbucks without being harassed. They didn't do anything. And even after they were, you know, you know the cops were called. They didn't wild out. They didn't yell. They didn't 
all the things that they would have been justified in doing given the situation they handled it with, with the utmost respect and it was just it's just a horrible situation and starbucks is going to pay for it out the ass so, oh yeah. So Sam, so here, so here we are with with that, and uh, on May 29th, they're scheduled to to actually close 800 of their uh, company-owned stores so that they can have a day of sensitivity. Uh, <laughs> May 29th, people won't be able to go to Starbucks because they're going to be having sensitivity training. Is that too little, too late? What do you think? I mean, this is this is the whole thing about it, man. Um, and, you know, y'all are definitely older than me. And y'all know what's up. Um, 1964, we finally became first class citizens in this country. You know what I mean? Um, so not too much has changed since then. Yeah, I think that's a couple of years ago, really, really. You know what I mean? In the scheme of things. So that's number one. Number two, everybody knows how racist cops is, period, but especially Philly cops. You know what I mean? Um, and then the thing is, what we got to do as black folks as well is we cannot think that we fit into the white man society because we don't. It's obvious we don't. So the thing is, you got to come in here and play by a certain number of rules. Every white person that comes into Starbucks, I went into the Starbucks myself and saw the motherfuckers sitting there using Wi-Fi from early in the morning to late at night. Don't get ass shit. But if a black man comes in there, especially a black man coming into this place, oh yeah, you better buy a little, uh, uh, what, what's it called? A fucking scone, nigga. You better get a scone. <laughs> <laughs> you better get a scone. It's a guarantee because the thing is, you're going to be harassed. You're going to be harassed. You cannot sit there. The rules that apply to white people don't apply to us. Right. They never will. And the thing is, we have to get out of the mindset of being like, oh, well, you know, Bob and Sarah can do it. Raheem and Rashana can do it. I mean, we just became first class citizens in 1964. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and these guys had to die for us to become first class fucking citizens. So what do you think of you black coming in there dressed with a certain kind of coat? We all from Philly. We all wear hoodies. We all wear black. I got black knit head on now. We all dress like this. We all dress like this. So if we're going into a store, an establishment like that, we got to play by certain rules. We have to. They could have still had suits on and yeah. still been treated that way. Absolutely. I remember um, Rizzo was saying some shit. He was like, oh, y'all got to go on ahead and, you know, get dressed a little bit. And Rizzo's a legend. But I was like, nigga, fuck out of here. I can tell you ain't been in the hood in a while. Because guess what? Martin Luther King and them niggas had suits on. It was getting right. their asses beat. Yeah, they died. They was dressed in suits. They died with, they died with, they died with suits. Died with suits. You know what I mean? So that 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 doesn't mean anything in the scheme of things. But we have to get out of that mindset that things is going to be fair for us. They're never going to be fair for us. We have to make things fair for us. Right. We have to continue to fight. You know what I mean? And continue to push. So yeah, it's, it's definitely crazy. But you'll get that service anywhere. It doesn't matter whether you're in Virginia, whether you're in North Carolina, whether you're in Philly, whether you're in D.C., whether you're in Compton. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're a black man going into the place, yo, if you're a black man going into the place of business where white people are running it, come on, man. You already know what it is. As soon as you come in here, the eyes is automatically on you anyway. So get your fucking scone, your little bagel with chives, (laughs) and get your cup and sit your ass down and wait. Yeah. For whoever you waiting for. My mom told me that from a little boy. My dad told me that from a little boy. Listen, you go into these establishments, you got to blend in. You can't stand around because guess what they're going to ask you quick? Can I help you? 
Right. Are you waiting for someone? This, that, and the third? You're automatically being racist to me as soon as I enter into this establishment. So we got to get to that point. We got to say, hey, we're not white. I mean, I, I don't know how many times we have to get shot by cops, you know, arrested. You see what Meek's going through in Philly. Right. This this justice system is crazy. I went through the same shit in the Philadelphia justice system. So I know what it is firsthand. Going to court, getting up, doing this, doing that. You know what I mean? Over a whole bunch of bullshit. And if a white boy do the same shit I'm doing, shit, he getting probation. I got to fight, 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 fight damn near three or four years to get probation. Yeah. He goes in there his first time and gets probation off the rip. So you have to remember that. Like I said, Philly's a racist city. We had fucking Frank Rizzo was a mayor, man. Like, you know, and I wasn't and I wasn't born, but from everybody telling me, I mean, he wasn't running this shit like Kumbaya. I was was in and you are absolutely correct. I mean he's he's got a statue, so that tells you all you need to know right there. Come on, man. Come on. He got a statue though. Yeah. This motherfucker. He he was the he was the mayor. He was he was he was the mayor multiple times and he was the chief of police when uh when move happened when they blew up the houses on Osage Avenue. I'm from West Philly. Yeah. So you already know. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of me, how do you bomb no, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just like, how do you, how do you bomb a fucking neighborhood? You bomb it. You you bomb with a people in it. You bomb a neighborhood when you don't care about the people that's in it, and you don't value the people as human. That's how you. I bet you this. If you did try that shit in South Philly, a bunch of hundred fucking thousand Italians would have ran that shit. Like they did that shit in no South or Northeast. They even doing in Roxboro. They would have never even attempted. But yeah. they're not yeah. going to do that. But that just goes to show you, like, um, like one of the next things we were going to talk about was uh the, the justice system in uh Philadelphia with Meek Mill. Uh, his lawyer is scheduled to be on the Breakfast Club. Um, by the time you guys hear this, it would have already happened. But uh, bye. <laughs> So, so my, so my question to you, gentlemen, just because we're just trying to just uh, get through this news, like, it is there any is there anything that needs to be said from this judge at this point? Just from what we know about this case, it, it someone brought up the point that um, you know she's a she's a woman of color, she's a black woman, uh, she was somewhat reputable uh, prior to this case and just the way that she's treated it. But the where where we stand right now is it just is it just her like do you think that she is just exercising her power or do you think there's somebody behind her and she's kind of being puppeteered to to be so unfair and it, unruly it, it, it towards feel way too personal yo. it feel like 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 somebody close to her maybe maybe me indirectly did something to somebody that that's important or close to her because this seems like a, a vendetta like a grudge mm-hmm. like I don't know if maybe he did something to her directly or you know you know skeeted out one of her sisters i don't know like it, it's something <laughs> something happened to where she will not let this go yeah and, and i i think the people that are above her they're like you know so we'll use her to take out you know what i mean yeah yeah so, so be and, it, and it's all it's it's out of our hands because we can be like look that's that's you know that's her decision you know so yeah. i think it's i think it's both but it but it feels definitely personal 
What do you think, Champ? I mean, you know what the thing is? It, I, I definitely agree. It is personal. And see, this is the thing you got to remember too. By me going through the Philadelphia justice system and doing all that crazy shit with guns and all this and the third, like I know firsthand how them judges act down there. Right. Um, it's a ridiculous circus shit show. Every fucking time you step up in the building. So it's an unfortunate situation. And it is personal. And I'm going to tell you my theory on it. It's like this, man. And you know I'm about to say some crazy shit. But I, I highly <laughs> doubt that y'all y'all disagree with me. It's, it's unfortunate that the Willie Lynch theory has worked on us so well. That in a lot of cases you'll see the black woman not respecting the black man and vice versa. So what you're seeing now is a bitter black woman against a black man situation where she may have felt that she was disrespected. So now I'm going to just be like, whatever. It's, it's, it's almost like some bitter baby mama drama type. That, shit. That's how it feels. Like, stop, like, definitely feel yeah, like, that. like you stop fucking with the baby mom and then she's like, well, nigga, you can't see your son then. Like, it's <laughs> like this shit, like this shit ain't got shit nothing to do with my son. Or my daughter, or whatever right, right. the situation may be, and I feel right. like that's how she's handling it. Right. She's handling it on some better baby mama shit. Where it's like I told this nigga, don't go here. He did this. He did that. But the thing is, on some shit, and I take it a step further. It's like when we sit up there and grow up. Let your mom tell you take the garbage out of washing dishes a couple of times. She ain't cooking. <laughs> she, she just not gonna cook. Like it's gonna be a rat. <laughs> me and my brothers had listen. Me and my brothers had many a Captain Crunch night. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> off the fucking strength flight, yo. Just off the strength flight, yo. I told you three or four times. You acted like you ain't hear me. So now you gonna hear me, and yeah. I don't care how you feel about it. And I feel like that's how the situation's getting handled. It's definitely personal. Yeah, it's definitely I just, personal. I just, I just feel like. Um, you know, obviously there's there's other things that she should be doing with her time other than devoting so much time and energy to this and Hey um, man, she being a Tyler Perry character right now. Straight up. Oh man. Up. Definitely. Um She drawing. <laughs> the definition it <laughs> um, is real killers in the city for sure that, that she should be uh overseeing and, and making sure that Yeah, this niggas this niggas walking around right now with forty fucking bodies. Yeah. Easy. And she worried about it. Ain't, ain't even no joke. Yeah. And, and she worried but about she wanted a shout out on a song. I know. But yeah. listen, yeah, if y'all remember the news, they were saying like um she wanted like a shout out on a song. Like, like she wanted a shout out. So you know what I did? I done went on ahead and got the boys, the men drink, and I'd have just trolled her. It'd have been like mama. <laughs> We'd have been singing that and I'd have just look, I'd have just been rocking with it. And I say, you know, and if I'm meek, you know, Judge Reynolds, leave me alone. You know, like shit, there's your shout out. You wanted your shout out, there's your shout out. Like, the fuck? Like yeah. and, and I remember reading that. So it's like it, it seemed authentic. Like, like No, it's it's real. Like uh now nah, recently uh Nicki Minaj corroborated the story recently. Um, and then also uh, in the recent uh, Rolling Stone, he did a, like a five-page uh, article on me, just everything that he's been going through. Yeah. It was also uh, mentioned in there that she asked for him to uh, to remake uh, Down on Bended Knee. And, and <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, and and uh, and and, and, and you know, ded- dedicate that to her. So I mean, there's there's been tar- talks that uh, she's been affiliated with, with um, Charlie Mack at, at, at some point. You know, he originally uh, was the one that kind of gave me discovered me. me. Yeah. So it's, it's just it's, it's a whole <laughs> a whole mess. Um, I'm, I'm what you want a manager's fee? Right, right. It's, it's, it's it feels like that. Like, like she wanted points off his uh, deal or something. Yeah, it just seems like it. But ultimately, he said, "Man, as soon as he can get his his name cleared and get, and get free, he's definitely he's going to Atlanta." So, yeah, I mean, let's just get out of Philadelphia. Yeah, okay, let's let's just start. Need to, listen, he don't need to go nowhere. And excuse my French, he doesn't need to go anywhere. Niggers are at. <laughs> he needs to go to like Wyoming. Yeah, we, the ER. Yo. We just talk about yeah, Wyoming. Yeah, he needs to go to like Wyoming. Wyoming don't Yeah, just go to Wyoming. <laughs> yo, wait. yo, go. Get your ass out of here. Because this is the thing. When you're when you're at a certain point, you got to be mature enough to handle the situation. Yo, you know what I'm saying? You can't hang around the same dudes. Yo, man, you ever see his timeline on social media? It's 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 full of ERs all all all, all day long. Man. He he got to get out the city. Yeah, absolutely right, yo. Yeah. It's far away. After after a while, you can't do that. That's that's where he need to go. No doubt. Um. So yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, justice and injustice, um, Adidas said that they want to sign Alan Kaepernick uh, if he plays in the NFL this season. But Phil and I are mm. like. I mean, first of all, it's like Adidas. It's like, oh, whatever. But why does he have to play? In, yeah, if you want to sign him, sign him. Like, who does well, Kanye you know, play for? Though? Who does Kanye <laughs> play for? Exactly. But you, you got to know at the end of the day, life is a popularity contest. That's all this is. It's a popularity yeah. contest. True. It doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just like in the hood, unfortunately. You have a lot of guys going around telling on people, right? Yeah. They tell on their mama, the sister, the brother, aunts, and uncles. Let him be popular though. Yeah. yeah. If he's popular, he can last. He's good. He has a pass. If so-and-so and so-and-so do it down the block that everybody ain't go to high school with, or he wasn't booked with my brother, or he don't know Shay Shay and them, then it's a whole nother it's a whole nother dynamic. Yeah. Yo, he's not um as popular as a Kanye. He yeah. not. But the but, thing is, you know what they, I mean. They really wanted to because the, this is really just to, to um, I think personally get at Nike. So because Nike is the the uh, the uniform of uh, the official uniform provider for the NFL. So they he couldn't wear Adidas on the field anyway. But if you really wanted to get at them, sign them anyway. You know what I mean. He, mm. he would he would bring so much what notoriety. You, what you mean? He couldn't wear, wear Adidas on the field. What you mean? Because Nike supplies all the uh, they supply the uniforms. Yeah, it's um, shit. yeah. I think. Well, well, I mean, as far as the cleats, though. The cleat the cleats does that doesn't matter, right? He yeah. can wear whatever cleats, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, I just think, you know, if Adidas is really trying to make a stand, I don't think they want those problems though. From all the, the oh, do racists wear Adidas? Well, it's a German company, so I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like right at home. 
yeah, mean, <laughs> I, I just I just don't see a whole lot of uh uh you know right wingers or what, you know, what, like what shooter did they say they what, what, what shooter they they said they were uh what what was it Asics? Yeah, he was either <laughs> Asics was like no, we don't want nah. that. I don't want no track ass shoes, cuz. Yeah, yeah. Ace is like, no, we don't, we don't want that. Uh, we don't want that uh, endorsement. Is it official shoe of the uh, Tiki Torch uh, rallies? Yeah, yo. Cause oh, they shit. Was, yeah, cause they, cause they, like somebody said, because they was made in America. Oh man, whatever. Yeah. Um, but but ultimately, you know, <laughs> I, I think that it, it would be an ultimate. It would be a great move for 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 Adidas to, to sign someone like him. And I mean, to bring light to some of the causes that he's doing, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to get more, um, you know, notoriety in certain neighborhoods and certain, certain and, people. And, and sneakers are about lifestyle. Like right. the, the sneakers that, that people wear on the court aren't the ones that sell out and people wait in line for it. Right. So if, yeah. if, if sneakers are more a lifestyle brand, dude has a platform. If you sign them and you, they they could really I mean their 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 whole goal is to dig in the market share of Jordan brand um in a, in Nike as a as a company. What what better way than to do somebody that you know? That's true. You're, you're already the counterculture brand. Um, you're already the the brand of the youth, so to speak. Fuck it, get it. Yeah, I I I'd be interested. It's good that. business. Yeah, I mean because the 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 people that the people that are buying their product are the people that are in large part on his side. I mean, the people out there that that got you your market share are the same people that would support Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, you know, right. and you know they could also say that oh, you know, ten percent of the proceeds go towards this cause, that yeah. cause. If Nike was smart, they would have never. Yeah, let him you go. know. And I didn't. I did. I never knew they actually let him go. I didn't. That that's something I didn't. I didn't hear that. I mean, he he never came out and said they let him go. They never said it. I mean, so I guess that with their maybe Adidas is you know, which would think because as far as the last time I checked, which was about, you know, I guess about six months ago, mm-hmm. he was still listed as a as a Nike athlete. Okay. So. Well, you know, they probably did that off the strength as soon as he wasn't playing no more, you know. And then this is the thing, like I said, it goes back to the popularity contest. Like, Michael Jordan is going to have that shoe because he's fucking Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like certain people just get that privilege. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like I said, it comes back to being a popularity contest. You okay. know what I mean? Once he kind of once he kind of lost his job or whatever the case may be, all kinds of shit just kind of started going downhill for him. So, you know, they was just like, well, shit, nigga, but, you know, you're a second like, string, it, it, third it, string it, now, you know. Here's another thing both of those companies should be looking at. He's already he's already been um, advanced uh, over a million dollars for a book deal. So the book is coming. So that's going to put him right back in the spotlight. That means he's going to have to start promoing the book. He's going to be on TV. On everybody's right. talk show, they've been trying to get him anyway, and he's just been chilling. So um, once this book is actually done, hey, no, I totally agree. Then I mean, that's that's a way to get into people's, you know, homes. And you know, if he goes on CNN, mad people are going to watch it, and he's wearing that, you know, those three stripes or that swoosh. I mean. There's going to be some people that feel some type of way about it, but there's going to be a whole another segment of people that like, yo, I'm rocking with them. 
Because they support right. the, the people that are gonna feel some type of way about it. They don't buy sneakers. They don't buy sneakers. Exactly. It don't matter. Yeah. yeah who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> Shams, I, I wanted to ask you, man. What, what, do you think uh, with all the boycotting and all the, um, you know, kind of people putting the viewership of the NFL to the side, do you think that's gonna subside this year? Or do you think people are gonna make it year two or year three of them not watching the NFL this upcoming season? You know what? I'm gonna I'm be very honest with you. A lot of the different people that were saying they were more cotton was watching the fucking game. Oh, yeah. Being real, let's be real. You yeah. know what I mean? People can sit up there and say that, you know, because I saw a lot of niggas on Facebook and Instagram because everything is a popularity contest and everything is to say how woke you are or how much you know and niggas really don't know shit. I'm, they more sleek than anything. Right. So it is what it is. But um, I don't know. I don't think it's going to affect it at all. I mean, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because the thing is, everybody loves football. And I've never seen one player really dictate the pace in football like a Michael Jordan did in basketball. You know what I'm saying? You can't really name like that kind of polarizing figure. You have a lot of great players, but you never had that one player that was like, oh, he can transcend the world in football. You know what I'm saying? Number one. And then, like I said, them niggas was lying, man. I don't yeah. get fat. Yo, I don't like, even feed into that bullshit. Cause y'all took pictures. You saw the parade, like, the, like, come on. <laughs> there, there come was, on. There, there everybody was, there was, was down there, but everybody was saying, Kaepernick, you know, we gonna stand behind the brother. We gonna do this at third nigga, please. You wasn't standing behind the shit. But the yeah. line to get your beers to go <laughs> watch the game. Look, that's look, the line they, you were standing they, in. Look, they was like, all right, I ain't gonna watch this Falcons game. They was like, ooh, I might have to watch this Vikings game. And then by the time the Super Bowl came around, they was like, man, I, I thought I'd never see this in my lifetime. I ain't, I ain't Niggas had Super myself. Bowl parties. Right. The same niggas y'all see on Instagram that was talking all this yin yang bullshit was having Super Bowl parties. Yeah. I wish that's... I could screenshot every nigga that said that shit. <laughs> Because I guarantee you, I know a few. I know a few. We don't know a few of them. We're going to stand with Cap. We just stand a third. How are all y'all Eagles fans done? How y'all know what's going on? Y'all ain't watching the game? (laughs) How you don't know? Like, y'all not watching the games? Come on now. But y'all standing here for Kaepernick and all this stand a third. Like, come on now. Stop lying. Stop lying. We're going to switch gears a little bit. Ball records for the year one five. Where the wrong nigga? Check me out, dope. Check me out, yeah. About to kill this shit, though. Check it out, uh, uh. Yeah, yo, young niggas shit flop like sharks fresh out of water My 9mm bus slugs restoring order on various corners The cane move like waves, profits increasing every hour Cause the things still crave their raw shit Uncut dope, straight from Bolivia I keep a calm demeanor, still I'm planning how I'm hitting it My moves be calculated, keep the unders at bay Cause word is mine, shit is business, not a game that I play I stay connected with foes to keep miles on competition I analyze the scene and go inject the ammunition Through my bomb inventions, I make my net worth triple Just to design the shit to tackle your 
whole clique crippled I love the finer shit, which means the plot can never be simple Y'all on some dire shit, trying to find a meaning of rules But still my minds give understanding to the blind and the lost Phrasing impeccable, my style and give me reason to floss Because it's spectacle, my people move smooth Don't make a ruckus, keep their third eye open for pheasants Often trying to bust us, but they never touch us Cause we some slippery motherfuckers, murky niggas brothers But staying clear for spot rushes, all y'all niggas busters That's why I'ma hit y'all on the cover, queen's the only color That makes a nigga kill his mother Yo, the mind's still strong, the word's still bomb The tech in the trunk and the clip's still long Don't know nigga on the street running with the wrong Don't know nigga in the street running with the wrong Yo, the grind's still real, the nine's still still My niggas on the block still about them dollar bills Don't know nigga in the street running with the wrong Don't know nigga on the street running with the wrong I run with black mobsters that will smoke you like a roster Find your whereabouts, take you out, disappear like Jimmy Hoffa Take away your thugs' confidence, my consciousness is monstrous Thoughts of a cold hard killer trapped in the metropolis Roman with savages, I still keep my temple intact Every day is a survival course, sick and account where you at That's why I stay strapped with the gap I be at like the sniper, I'm JFK off the roof Never catch me slipping, I'm pistol gripping with the end Tension is shoot, no hesitation, I know demons in hell Waiting, keep them impatient Shine God's light on the situation Got homies facing life on the first strike For trying to feed they family That shit ain't right But I guess that's the way the game go But until I flatline I'm on a non-stop Wind up low Cuban cigars with Castro Rebels are my heroes Enemies of me can die slow Time is of the essence I make failures in the blessings Only genius in my section Styles run with my conceptions Yo, the mind's still strong The word's still bond The tech in the trunk And the clip's still on Don't know nigga on the street Running with Wrong. Don't know nigga in the street running with the wrong Yo, the grind's still real, the nine's still still My niggas on the block still about them dollar bills Don't know nigga in the street running with the That's wrong right. Don't know nigga on the street uh-huh. running with the wrong Realism verbally depicting images disturbingly We moving vertically, attacker from angles moving assertively Don't need diversity, all we need is a clientele Niggas are forcing, so the commoners won't rebel We making them sales, we multiplying like it's retail Them hollow spark your blood cells, we not to be played A nigga throwing shade, we invaders is like a raider Spot bad to pay, we slicing niggas' throats with razor blades We got it made, calculating figures Watching niggas drinking expensive liquor Leaving foes in the Schuylkill River Let me paint a picture of street niggas Selling weight off the Richter Blue well on the fish scale Tilapia for dinner Playing cards with OGs And motor nurses winners Attitude common true Not used by beginners We savvy veterans Who earned our letter mints We out hustle Any comparison Has guaranteed a gang of bad seeds That'll give you what you need Eyes full of greed Cross us and heads bleed Young, ruthless and violent Flutter work off a consignment But living your plug Show love A crew of killers in alignment Kingpin's mentality Miss what hustles reality Definition of killers Power body straight tragedy Yo, the mind's still strong uh-huh. The word's still bomb yeah. The tech in the trunk And the clip's still on Don't know nigga on the street Wonder with the wrong Don't know nigga in the street Wonder with the wrong Yo, the grind's still real uh-huh. The nine's still still yeah. My niggas on the block Still about them dollar bills Don't know nigga in the street Wonder with the wrong uh-huh. Don't know nigga on the street Wonder with the wrong Tissue in the Tape on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. The new voice in hip-hop. Respect Heat Holders.
Uh, we definitely talked about some serious things, uh, but we definitely we got to take advantage of the fact that we got you on the line, and we know you know, <laughs> we know you're a Cowboys fan. Oh, huge, Ooh. huge! Come on, <laughs> nah. man, we're America's team, man. Y'all, y'all, nah. y'all gotta give me a winning season. Don't give me that Jimmy Garoppolo shit. So look. Oh, oh, oh! So look, so look. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the schedule the schedule is uh is is poised to to be um it's poised to premiere on thursday we'll find out who will be playing yeah. you know who, basically we know who the team's opponents are we just need to know when they're playing um and you know how, how the schedule goes um des bryant said he he's he's gonna see uh the cowboys twice a year twice a year not once <sighs> man but twice and when they when they asked him um you know uh what he thought about playing with odell beckham he said it would just be c r a z y that, that was all he said it would be it would be because by me being a football player and i'm a huge des bryan fan i think that was bullshit he did my man's you know what i mean i feel that if you look at how we changed our offensive scheme, it became more of an Alabama kind of scheme where the wide receiver only needs to get about 800, 900 yards instead of that 1,000 because you're giving a running back 30 damn carries a game. Anybody that knows football knows that the system changed. The offensive line coach that we have now runs what you call a power scheme. A power scheme is strictly man-on-man, hat-on-hat, offensive line versus defensive line. No zones, no traps, no nothing. And that's because we got Ezekiel Elliott. This, you see what the boy does with the ball in his hand. He's a special kind of talent. So the offense kind of got different. But if you put a Des Bryant in a pass-first offense, like, like with the Giants who don't believe in a running back, even though when they won two Super Bowls, they had Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw, but now they done forgot how to run the ball. So that's all enough. But... A Des Bryant and Odell Beckham getting one on one matchups against anybody is crazy. Yeah, yeah. like and I don't even. Shepherd. The only thing is they got man in the slot. They got to pay Odell, so I don't know if they would be able to pay Des and, and unless and unless Odell. Des comes unless Des comes for a hometown discount, they're not paying him the money he want. Nah, I mean he, he would not he get the money he want anyway, just because how Dallas did him. They yeah, like something yeah. wrong with so, nah, you know what the thing is? There's something wrong with Stephen Jones. It's not Jerry anymore. I keep telling people that. I'm like, it's not Jerry Jones running the team. It's his fucking son. Stephen Jones runs that shit like a plantation, yo. <laughs> he do. Wasn't it always Stephen Jones is horrible. Nah, man. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones to me was the kind of guy. This is the thing, man. If you're dealing with white people, period, it's always going to be some underlying racism. All the time. Some kind of way is going to be in there. You know what I mean? He may invite you to his house, but it'd be once. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's certain, you know what I mean? It's certain things. There's certain people that's just overtly racist and then you have passive racist. So, I mean, if we want to look at that, then yeah. But as far as how he always treated his players, come on, man. We know Michael Irvin was on that snort. You know what I mean? Troy Aikman's running around doing all kinds of shit. Like we had Charles Haley. Like, yeah, come on. Like tips, though. You can get away with a lot when you when you tip it up. And that's and that's the thing. And this is the thing. Remember last year we went 13 and 3. It was nothing that was said. Wasn't no Des Bryant talk. Wasn't no Ezekiel. Once Ezekiel Elliott 
got suspended for them six games, everybody became a problem. Dak Prescott can't pass. This and the third. If you make a team, huh? He said he can't pass. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So now now we're gonna run stats, right? For the for the first two years in the in the league, he's basically broke Cam Newton's stats as far as combined 50 touchdowns, right? Rushing and passing, right? QBR was number one in the league, right? And then this year, his QBR was one when it was 13 and three. He was the QBR rate was number one. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo was still backing up Tom Brady. So stop. The greatest quarterback ever. He was was backing him up. He was backing him up. So stop. That's number one. Let's be clear. That's true. That's that's true. Yeah, I'm about to say Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. Yeah, of course. Like as far as yeah, as far as like pound for pound quarterback, like he ain't got Belichick. So it is what it is. But Dak, but this is the thing. Dak is a good, accurate young quarterback. And the thing is, you gotta remember this is his second year. And he still went nine and seven, which most years in the NFC, you can go to the playoffs. It's been many a times the 49ers went nine and seven and snuck in there. Never. Plenty of times. The last Plenty time, of times. The, the, last time, the last time we was nine and seven was many. Y'all probably made a wild card. We didn't. But we, y'all probably we, made a wild card. We were ten and six and didn't make the playoffs in nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety. Okay, that's that was that's the, about to say I was I probably yeah. was still in my dad's nuts at the time. So like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was just like I probably was just like walking around yeah. like I'm I'm bored right, I'm bored in '92 so like listen so listen this is the thing no don't get smart with me about finish my point with Dallas <laughs> we Americans team I ain't like that you see how you did that you see how you did that finish your point y'all make America's greatest team oh don't do that don't do that don't do that listen this is the thing. Dak Prescott is a young quarterback, and he was missing his running back for six pivotal games and games that we could have won. Yeah, no, they, no, I, they, I, get, I, they definitely would have been different outcomes. With you. I, that's fair. You know I what I mean? You got to give all you, six of them, but y'all would have. They definitely would have been different. We don't want four. We don't want four. Two of the games we would have lost, guaranteed, because there was a lot of nut ass shit happening in them games. Two of them games we definitely would have lost. We won four out of six, so which so, gets us to twelve and four. So, so as a rookie, he, he's 23 touchdowns, four interceptions. And then, you know, sophomore season, like you said, with those six pivotal games included, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. And he had, he had a couple stinkers uh, on, on primetime TV. Because y'all play, y'all, yeah. play, y'all play on primetime TV every week. All the, t- so, all the time, as we should. But what you got to remember is why? this. Why, Tom why, why, Ron, why should you? We got some of the best fans in the world, man. We got some. Who's your what? team? Who's your team? Who's your team? Kansas City York. Okay, Kansas City Chiefs. So the thing is, y'all won like when Lombardi was coaching the Super Bowl. We, we, yeah, we like, did. That's a guarantee. Like Lombardi was still running the Packers sweep with them. The Chiefs is a good team, and we spanked y'all too. It wasn't a spanking. It was twenty-eight to seven. We definitely spanked y'all. Time of possession. Time of possession is everything. We spanked y'all. Time of possession is everything. They, they, one they one thing y'all did not have is the ball. They ain't had a ball, but they got. But Kansas City, but but to Kansas City's credit, they got some good pieces. Um, Tom Brady, by him losing to the Eagles, Kansas City got a chance. That boy Patrick Mahomes is nice. I like him. Okay. He got a fucking arm. He, he got an arm. So so y'all should y'all should be good. And Garoppolo is good. So it's it's gonna be a exciting season. But don't make no mistake. Can't nobody stop Zeke, man. 
You put eight in the box on him, he's still got a hundred yards. Mm. Gets a hundred yards on eight in the box. That, that, that's gonna happen with Tyron Smith because remember he had eight yards uh, versus the Seahawks. No, that was uh that was the Broncos game, Broncos. and okay. um and this is the thing, and, and with that game too. That rock either. He acted like he didn't want. No, that. I'm gonna tell you. No, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. If you notice, we had Chaz Green starting at left guard by Tyron Smith that game when Jonathan Cooper started, when they finally inserted him into the starting lineup, notice how many games Zeke went back to back 100. He destroyed the 49ers. He ran all. That was a scrimmage for us. He did it. That was a scrimmage. Oh, man. And, and Jonathan Cooper. Oh, no. It listen. Was it was, it, I watched the whole thing. It was ugly. Um, that, that was pre. That was pre Jimmy. was the left guard. He was the left guard for the game. You gotta come back to the mic. You gonna think I turned you down because you started talking to the Cowboys that you, you uh you got low. Then you come back. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, you got it right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. Basically, basically, what I was saying was. Um, and I peeped what you said too. Don't think I ain't peeped it. But listen, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. No, he 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 quit. He quit. I like that though. But listen, when Jonathan Cooper started left guard, that's when Zeke started getting those hundred yard games. If you remember that travesty against the Atlanta Falcons we had with a boy who nobody knew played defensive end for the Falcons at all, got a payday. He got six sacks against Chaz Green when he was starting at left tackle. Chaz Green is horrible. And he was the left guard. Listen, he was the left guard in that Broncos game when Zeke ran for eight yards. If you look at when Jonathan Cooper started them games, he was able to get them holes. I don't care who you are. Barry Sanders at least needed two seconds to get a block. You need an offense. You know what I mean? And his offense. So let, so let me ask you this. As, as we had segment where we talk about more dead wrong records and, and what you have going on. The last, last thing we're going to ask you about the Cowboys. So we, we know uh, the week one of the NFL season, uh, that Thursday prior to uh, the games on Sunday, the Super Bowl champion has the opportunity to, to host a team. As a Cowboys fan, you know the Eagles are waiting to celebrate uh, Super Bowl 52 in the link. Would you would you would you rather see the Eagles host the Vikings, the Panthers, or the Cowboys? I'm I'm asking. I'm asking. I want it. I want it. I want it. Okay. I want it because you know what the thing is. I'm gonna tell you something. The Eagles ain't shit, but a mighty Ducks team. No, I don't know. About oh, that. I don't know about that. You know why? No, you know why? You why? know why? I'm gonna uh, tell you why. Peep this. Peep this. If you got Matt Ryan in them, if you remember watching the whole season, they was five and five. They was horrible till they beat us and beat a couple mediocre teams. It was three or four teams that was all nine and seven that could have went to the playoffs. They had a tiebreaker against us. They went over us and the Seahawks. I guarantee you this, the Seahawks put the fucking blueprint on the Eagles on how to beat them. Press coverage they wide receivers and make Wentz throw them deep throws. Wentz lost that game in Seattle. That's a fact, okay? They played against the Falcons. 
the Falcons had a couple of injuries, and we know Matt Ryan has never been clutch. Anytime he went down, he had 28 to 3 with Tom Brady down, and he loses the game. Because he starts throwing birds all over the fucking place. That's who they play the first round. These are facts. The second round. Okay. Who did they play in the second round? You sound like a hater, man. No, no. It's, it's, it's a fact. They won the Super Bowl. Congrats to them. But you're not going to sit here and tell me if Aaron Rodgers was in the midst that Nick Foles would have did that shit. You ain't gonna sit here and tell me if he might have still did that, but he did. Aaron Rodgers would have had his say. Aaron Rodgers would have won, and that'd have been the end of that shit. Well, we don't, we don't. That'd have been the that'd have been the end of it. Y'all don't know it's true. That'd have been the end of it. Here's what I ask all Eagles haters right here. This is the question that exposes. This is the question that exposes them all, and we're gonna move on. Okay. If Stefan Diggs is tackled with a routine tackle. The rookie Williams uh, doesn't doesn't go under his legs and he's tackled and that game ends and the Saints advance to play in the link the next week. Who's the Super Bowl champion? The Super Bowl champion. That's a tough one because the thing is now you're talking about Styles make fights. Um, the link is one of the toughest places to play in the league. So Drew Brees is going to have his head cut out. Any team that plays in Philly, period. Okay. Sixers, right. Flyers, whatever. Okay, so you don't sound like a hater. Okay, all right, all right. That, that's yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, because I know the sport. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be dumb and just be like, oh, no, they didn't whoop their ass. Like, no. Like, <laughs> things, like, you know what I mean? Like, certain things, certain things have to play elements. Are you, uh, but if you saying who would win that kind of game, who would I put my money on to get to that Super Bowl, I'm going to go with the veteran quarterback over Nick Foles. Drew Brees is a problem. He won that game for them. If you remember the closing seconds, he went down there and, and uh, converted like two fourth downs. Converted a fourth and 10 with a fucking corner post with the safety there and the corner there. Now, mind you, the Eagles secondary isn't the best secondary. People forget Tom Brady threw for 500 fucking yards on them. <laughs> These are facts. They won the game, but it, but the stats are stats. So so it was when, blow for blow the whole game. So when so when it when it when the schedule is announced and it's and we know that the Cowboys are playing, we want the Eagles, smoke. We want the smoke. We want to make sure that we get you back on the show so we can talk to you after that game. So Definitely. Don't, don't disappear. Oh no, I'm not running. I'm not running. And, and oh, ain't, one, ain't no neither, reason to run. Neither one of us are Eagles fans. What's no, I, 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 but you know you know how I roll. I told you from day one, I'm always a fan of whoever, whoever kicking the shit out of y'all. So, I, but this, I, I, yeah, and that's true. But you ready for this? We kicked the shit out of y'all. Like, we beat both y'all in the same season. No, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. So y'all got, yeah. got to run the games. We talking numbers. We talking numbers. Y'all got nice when Garoppolo came. Yeah, we reloaded. We back. But this is the thing. I would love to see y'all against that same because y'all still got the same defensive line. Zeke ran a 85-yard halfback screen on y'all. You cannot beat us. Period. 85-yard <laughs> screen? Come see, on. This is why you can't get the Cowboys fans started, man. Come you on, got, you man. Got him riled up. No. <laughs> you got them riled up, y'all. By, by the way, people. Oh. Uh. 
on Peep this, my click shoot up your shit like the Las Vegas Strip Empty in clips with hollow tips leaving no fingerprints Militant massacres, the cowards split up mass This crew consists of accomplices that crack the most one the list My mules move bricks, tuck the coke body click I move swift for the sits, tell feds suck the dick I lay low in Soho, feds taking photos I just strolling slow-mo, I never lost my mojo Nigga, who's the Mac? My crew adapt to every setting Play spies at your wedding and blow up your whole reception You never say killers and wait, make no mistakes Gorillas in the Bitch, you get rocked wearing your bait Stabbed an intake if you throw dirt on the dime Phone checks or shot callers I'm leaving niggas alarms Word is born Akeem removes the books from the pawns A street phenomenon Breaking niggas thinking they strong I'm in my bag about to catch your body Step on the scene Rocking all black Bruno Mali Y'all move sloppy Talking heavy about your coke and shotties We comprehend then ascend like we John Gotti The whole squad about that math like we got by We killing niggas Rocking all black Bruno Mali You can't copy how we move Then connect with Poppy we Make the deal go through, can't no nigga stop me That's real talk, nigga I'm Alfie Coast, swagger, rose gold for leap I passport, hustler, young brother, playing for keeps Never sleep, plot plans for weeks, think on my feet Hijack trucks from brinks and lay a nigga to sleep The set never weak, leave niggas in white sheets Stash bodies at Cobbs Creek Nigga, you're obsolete, play me sweet, move like juice White Bronco wanna lose, Kato Kaelin They speak the truth, get you murked by Jesus One of my Spanish killers, I was out of bitch Villas, bad bitch, straight from Manila Like the finger fuck trigger Crazy temper, but a great listener. Ain't cut to be a prisoner, she a vicious hitter. Load up my ammo, baby. We move dope like in the 80s. Put a skirt on my Mercedes, now she looking like a lady. These haters can't face me, my execution is subtle. Moving coke by the bundle, watch my net worth double. I'm in my bag, about to catch your body. Step on the scene, rocking all black, Bruno Molly. Y'all move sloppy, talking heavy about your coke and shotties. We comprehend, then ascend like we John Gotti. The whole squad about that math like we got by. We killing niggas, rocking all black, no model. You can't copy how we move and connect with Poppy. We make the deal go through. Can't no nigga stop me. That's real talk, nigga. A young Don speaking. Can't nothing stop us from eating. I'll form the legion of demons that'll stop your heart from beating. Cut off all breathing. Watching profits increase and triple up the cream. Then go crazy and nameless. Copper paper Bruno's just to match the hue. Blow flyers, nigga. They you know. No question. I get dope. Yes, sir. I move low. Fuck you. Think I slang for. Out the craziest lambos. Hard hitting like I'm Diego. Paralysis, malice, and my intense. Too savage for the cabbage, my niggas will leave you bent. Gangsters and came and went, but the real remains, I'm legit. Straight Teflon in the courts, my nigga, I got the fits. Fuck the prosecution defense, make they star witness flip. And if they don't fit, my nigga, you must acquit. On that Johnny tip, let a G walk free. I'm an untouchable nigga, who you know really did me. I'm in my bag, about to catch your body. Step on the scene, rocking all black, Bruno Molly. Y'all move sloppy, talking heavy about your coke and shotties. We comprehend, then ascend like we John Gotti. The whole squad about that math like we got by We killing niggas rocking all black Bruno Molly You can't copy how we move and connect with Poppy We make the deal go through, can't no nigga stop me That's real talk nigga It's your girl Jade, aka 24 Jaded, and you are tuned into the Tissue and the Tape podcast where everything is hip hop. Respect the heat holders. <laughs> this is the War Room Sports. This is actually Tissue and the Tape. As we're fond of saying, everything is hip hop, even the NFL. Nah, but um, no. Yeah. How much they try to stop it. Big salute to King Shams. You just heard just give us a, a nice little rundown about the NFL. And, and he, he's on his, on his uh, Mel Kuyper, John. <laughs> I'm a fan of the sport, man. Nah, I played nah, it at a high level, so like I, I watch all the 
all this shit. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. And you, you MC at a high level too, so we want to make sure that we talk about that too. Yes. Yes. Oh, so, come on. You know what I do with that mic. <laughs> talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> so, Phil, so, Phil, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about some of the, some of the, the, the things that we've been privy to uh, over the, the past few months coming out of the camp, man. Man, man, you already know, man. Like, like, I, like, I, like I said, man, I was like, yo, I need songs. So, <laughs> I, I, yo, I, I start, I start getting, I get, I get Bruno Mali. <laughs> yo. Yo, first of all, the, the name is ill because anybody that that's especially anybody from my era, they already know when you hear Bruno Mali, you start talking about the glove don't fit. You start talking about uh that uh, knife across that throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the knife or that um, if it don't fit, you must have quit. The juice is losing me. Whatever other uh whatever other cool little saying you wanna uh say, but um it it, it it puts it puts you in mind it puts you in a certain kind of frame of thinking and it, it's just uh dead wrong records at its finest man uh azan on the beach champs on yeah. the mic and you know you you're gonna you're gonna get that raw gutter street shit that that the game is sorely missing it's only a few people that do it and, and it's only it's even less that do it at a high level and i like i like to think my big head young boy is, uh, <laughs> is uh, he's, he's coming for that title, yo. So, Facts. But, but uh, uh, what's the other joint? Dark leather. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first time, yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. See, they they not playing fair. We gonna we gonna play a couple of these joints on here. We gonna. We gonna we gonna we gonna get them out to the people so they can feel how how we feel so it's not just talk so they so they can know what time it is. But so I, I want to get into the process. Do you feel like what we do you do doing? When you um, what 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 should we be looking for as as fans of quality hip hop music? Oh man, um, and this episode is gonna be called Road to Peru. Tell them what. A hustler's renaissance live from Peru. This is the dopest shit you will fucking hear this year. Probably in the last 10 years. I guarantee it. Nobody got the work that we got right now. Nobody. You got the pure? You got you got you got the uh Oh man, this shit uncut. I am champs blow. Shit like that. Talk to him. Turn your mic up, talk to him. Champs Radio is in the building. Right, here. This shit is straight dope. When I tell you this is the best work that we have done, Azan is on the beat doing this thing. I'm coming with the bars. We're coming with the concept. We, we are bringing jiggy, street, rhymy shit. Like we switching the style up. You know what I mean? This is different from anything we've done before. And it gets to a point in time where it's like, yo, you know, it's time to separate the men from the boys. We not no boys. They come to this rap shit, we do that shit. When you hear like a dark leather and how them fucking like, how I'm putting it together. Untouchable thug, hop on the gun smoke, I'm on the trench coat, let you know I boot dope. Like, 
bars bars wise it's not too many fucking women you got to compare me to the greats when you talking about beats wise with a zine you got to compare him to the greats because nobody is making that kind of music no more it's only a couple of dudes and they're doing good jobs of it but are they elite do you take aaron Rodgers in or do you take aaron brooks in do you take alan Iverson in or do you take Eric Snow in? <laughs> Who you picking? <laughs> Who you oh, picking? And I oh, feel I like we're at that level right now. So, 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 let me ask you: What do you say to somebody saying like you mighty confident about about your work? Maybe, maybe somebody to say you, you might be overconfident about your work. What do you say to the people that might say that to you? Check my resume. Listen to my work. Listen to all hell the king, kings and kings. Me and my brother was doing that shit at a high level then. You go listen to Journey Through the Life, half these niggas can't out rap. I was what, 19, when I made uh, Journey Through the Life and Kings of Kings. The first team. I just turned, I just turned 25. This is when I first started rapping, okay? I was 19 years old, Azan was what, 16, 17 at the time, when we started first putting this together. That was the first team. At that time, I was better than most of these niggas out here. At that time. And I was rugged, I wasn't refined yet. I was a diamond in the rough. Now we talking about straight diamonds. Congolese diamonds. It's a whole nother ball game now. Talk. You listen to the growth. Listen, you talk about the growth on all hell of the king where we was doing stories, when you listen to Gotham. How many niggas got a Gotham album? How many, really? Hey. When you putting them when you putting them bars together for real. We ain't talking about saying a couple of punchlines and a little oohs and ahs. I'm talking about speaking to them. A lot of people don't speak to the people anymore. So if somebody was like, oh, this nigga just talking out his ass. Who the fuck is he? Check my resume. Read the articles. When the white folks start saying you critically acclaimed, you critically acclaimed. And I am that. So, talk, talk, talk a little bit about that, like with the with the punches and, and the metaphors and the symbols. Do, do um, when when people kind of concentrate on that, does that does that get away from the the, the feeling of actually kind of talking directly to the people and having them kind of get yeah, a, a piece of your okay. Is that, is, that, is, that your fo- is that your focus kind of when you're, because when I listen to you, I, I feel like I'm listen, listening to like a stream of consciousness. And basically what that is, is just like where you just take like a piece of paper and literally anything that, that kind of comes to mind, you're, you're putting it on the paper, but you're also connecting it and interweaving it to the point where any way that you look at it, it still all connects in a way that you can see where you're going and what you're all automatically trying to convey to the listener. Um, with the with the punchline heavy rap, a lot of times because you're trying to set up a certain line or you're trying to set up a certain punchline, it takes away from the music. It takes away from it sometimes because you may have some filler here because you're trying to get this word to rhyme with this word. And you know, it, it is a part of technical rap too to kind of do that as well. But- um, no, It is, but the thing is, coming from Philly, unfortunately, this is the city of the punchline. 
It is. And too many niggas use punchlines in Philly. It is getting old. We either are doing that mom, mama was a slave rap where life was hard and we was in jail and we had to get the chi-chis out the jar. We either doing that or we're just doing straight punchlines. Right. Whereas like, <laughs> I got more, <laughs> we got more donuts than the Dunkin'. Like, come on, man, come on. It gets corny after a while because the thing is you're not spicing it up. And I use punchlines in my raps, but I don't rely on punchlines. I don't make my living off of that. It's like if you look at the NFL combine and you see the quarterback that can make all the throws. I can make all the throws. A lot of guys can't make all the throws. Some niggas just scramble. It's just a difference. And unfortunately, a lot of guys focus more on punchlines and they don't really focus on the meat and potatoes of the verses. Where it's like, you got to be able to say slick shit. You got to be able to say something witty. Because all of the greats were able to do that. A Big was able to do that. A Tupac was able to do that. A Nas, a Mob Deep. It's a lot of guys still out now that is able to do that. But it's a lot of guys that's either doing the mama was a slave rap. You know what I mean? Daddy was a pimp. He was a Rolling Stone rap. What they doing, we, or, or we doing, or we doing, we got more donuts than Dunkin'. I got the Lincoln like a car. Like, come on. After a while, you can't keep doing that. Because people are going to be like, all right. Yeah. Come on, man. You see where Lil Wayne at. And Lil Wayne took our style. And you see where he at now. No, that's true. Yeah. He, Lil he, Wayne he, can still do shows, but come on. Hey, nah, ain't nobody trying that shit. Nah, that's true. I, I like I like when people bring that up, too, because he definitely did take that. That style and um now I mean he is witty, but it's to the point now where it's like he's giving you a bunch of like puns, not even punchlines, like dad jokes. <laughs> you know, like he, he like, is like, a dad, he's the dad of yeah. dad jokes. But like, you know, it's like dad jokes. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you get get more head than a cat. It's like, oh, all right. Yeah, come on, nigga. Yeah. With this whack ass shit. Come on, man. Nobody try to hear that shit, cuz. Nobody try to hear that. All right, now I want to ask you this because you come from a, a musically inclined background and you shared this yeah. before. Um, Phil and I ha- have had this discussion uh, amongst ourselves and also amongst our brothers in, in various group chats. When you uh, look when you look at, um, obviously, R&B, um, of course, that's rhythm and blues. Um, and you, right. look, you look how um, it's kind of positioned it used to be kind of positioned above hip hop in the beginning stages. Hip hop yeah. obviously has surpassed it in terms of popularity and also just impact. But um, talk to us about just um, where where you see like urban music in general, like in, in terms of like the formats and and how um, it's being. Because radio stations, we're not even talking about that at this point. We're talking right. about more so just from the streaming community and. Um, do you do you think that people are even um, looking for soul music now, or do they look to hip hop for that? Well, the thing is, um, 
it's bad because nobody knows what they're supposed to do anymore, period. Um, R&B singers don't know whether they're supposed to rap a 16 or actually sing me a ma, ma, ma. That's number one. Um, Hip hop really um, doesn't really know what to do because you have guys that are singing their hooks now where you're supposed to really have an R&B singer. And it's been guys like Buckshot and stuff that had the singy songy kind of thing. Nelly did it a little bit, but not where all y'all is singing on the hook. And a lot of y'all sound bad on the hook. Like it just don't make no sense. So the thing is, when you're talking about losing your way, period, and both genres have been just lost. Where the argument is on Twitter um, is Bruno Mars, this, that, and the third. I'm like, listen to yourselves. It's the same argument I get tired of in hip hop. There's no more real hip hop. There's nobody spitting. It's a lot of people that spitting. Just like it's a lot of talented R&B artists that are out here that y'all don't fucking support. You don't support them at all. And they... And then they want to sit up there and complain. For better or worse, Bruno Mars is doing a music that was frowned upon. You were saying it was old school until he started doing it because people still want to hear that music. You look at that. So the thing is, I feel that things as far as genres, both genres as a whole has just lost their way because nobody knows what they're doing anymore. So if nobody knows what they're doing anymore, things is going to get lost in, in, in translation. It's going to get lost. Like you look at the last three or four uh, R&B dudes that really popped, um, you know, whether it was, you know, Tiller, uh, Lanes. They like rap. Yeah, they're like, you know, it's basically like, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 rap, it's rap singing kind of. Yeah, yo, it's, it's oh, next to R&B. <laughs> like I you know, was saying on the last episode, I didn't know what, I, what the fuck I was listening to. When we, when we yeah. Because I was like, yo, am, am I supposed to... I mean, light the candles or bust my gun. Like, like, <laughs> like I, I, I know. And it, 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 it's just like. That's what I'm saying. Everything is lost in translation. Like, nobody knows what the other one is supposed to do anymore. I mean, in the 80s and 90s, you look at R&B like Bobby Brown. Yeah, he rapped on his joints. But Bobby Brown was singing Tenderone. Right. Absolutely. Nah, he definitely was crooning to the ladies, so. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't rapping all the time on his shit. He just did it on some time where it's like, oh, nah, I fuck with cool G rap. So I want to just spit a verse. You know what I mean? And I don't think nothing, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think nothing is wrong with that. What I think is wrong is like when you have these guys just mixing it up to a point where it's like, you don't know if it's left or right. Like you said, you don't know if you're supposed to light the candles or load up the 45. You know what I mean? You don't really know what you're supposed to do. I, I'm not trying to be bipolar in my house. You know what I mean? I ain't got time for the silly shit. So the thing is, um, when you're talking about that, nobody knows where they're supposed to go. Everything is lost in translation. So it's really hard to answer the question, but you can't answer the question. Where it's like, I mean, all these guys are singing on their songs and then you got guys that's R&B. Like if you listen to the Tank album, Tank talking about, I'ma had a girl meet the bull with the package. Like nigga, you ain't never talked none of this shit before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back. The fuck is you talking about, dickhead? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
He don't want a job. I'm going to let her see the... Uh, I'ma let her see the package. She gonna be poppy. Like she gonna be poppy. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Oh my god! So when you got that going on, man, I, I don't even know how I'm supposed to answer that question. But I, yeah, I, think, I mean, I think, like, I think those guys are under pressure just because of you know they, they still want to appeal to a certain um, demographic and they also want to get certain plays. And I don't think that um, you know they think that they can get away with it just doing soul music. Which is sad, you know. You, you had you had music who had you had a run where he had you know three or four albums that were like you said critically acclaimed or whatnot, and then he was like, you yeah. know what, I'm gonna be a rapper now, and I was like, oh man, that's it. That that that, that was like the last straw for me. <laughs> don't nobody want to hear you rap. Yeah. <laughs> like don't nobody want to hear you rap. It's yeah. like this. <clears throat> the shit is cool when Bobby Brown was rapping. But if Bobby Brown would have started rapping, if Ralph Tresvant just started taking the Mac a little bit too far, he just kept rapping. You know what I mean? Like, niggas would be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, this is the same nigga that sang Candy Girl, and now he want to be Cool G and Black Moon and shit. Like, what's, <laughs> what's the identity? What's the identity crisis going on? Like, just play your lane. And nothing's wrong with being multi-talented. Nothing is wrong with that. Like, I've played the piano, but I'm not going to sit up here and get on the piano with you and start trying to rap while I'm playing the piano. People would say it was creative, and then it's going to be a lot of people that's going to say, <laughs> the fuck are you Like, you know, what the fuck is he doing? Like, has he lost it? Has he had a Kanye moment? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is what time is he on? So the thing is, you have to be able to know when and where to put certain things at. You know what I'm saying? You can't just force records. You can't just start singing on them because it's the thing to do. And nothing's wrong with updating your music. Like a dark leather, I feel like, is an update of how we've been doing shit. You know what I'm saying? As far as a production way, you know what I mean? As far as like a lyricism way, like it's another kind of level. And it can get played on the radio if you throw it on the right kind of set or whatever the case may be, just off the strength that it's different. It's got the same kind of drums they may be using today, but we're still sticking to a certain sound. You got to know your lane. There's nothing wrong with changing. No doubt. Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre changed, Primo changed, Pete Rock changed, all these. Like if you listen to Pete Rock's John, um, the Jolly Dead with Smoke Desert, what's it, 600 Benz? Like that beat, anybody can rap to now. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able to adapt, but at the same time, keep what you're doing. Like, people still listen to R&B soul music. All y'all niggas like to go to cookouts and throw Frankly Beverly Amazing immediately. <laughs> that's that's, that's so let true. Go, yeah. <laughs> Before yeah. I let go, Phil, what you got? Hey, man, I just wanted to, I wanted to it's like one of the songs that we played the most on the show is uh one one of my favorites to uh pop shit and that that uh when you were talking about one of the ones that could that could definitely you know under the, in the right situation get airplay i felt like you took the best of your style and and made it you know palatable for a mumble rap world where you're not mumbling at all but it's something that i believe that that the crowd that likes those songs would would hear that and be like oh this I fuck with that vibe, like, 
Right. And, 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 and was that was that an intentional thing or was that just how the music came out? Oh, it was definitely, it was definitely You know what I mean? Um, everything that we do, um, as far as music-wise, is premeditated. You know what I'm saying? We always put the plans together a certain kind of way before we execute it. You know what I'm saying? So um, when we was making pop shit, we was like, yo, we're going to make it kind of a lit kind of beat, but the bars are not going to go anywhere. I'm still putting a lot of different shit in there and, and changing my flow up. That's how I got placed in all these different places. Like I said, we yeah. got situations going on with Urban Outfitters right now off the shrimp of us making a playlist because it was different, but it was still bars. People still appreciate motherfuckers that can rap. It's just Absolutely. hard to find them. You know what I'm saying? So with pop shit, that's exactly what we were going with. And it's been getting a lot of different radio love. Anytime we're able to get like a little edit on it or whatever the case may be, that record is still running. Like in New York, five FM radio stations in the last two weeks have played pop shit in New York. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, it's starting to gain a lot of traction. The record's been out for a minute. Y'all heard it probably when I first recorded this shit. You know what I mean? Because I always yeah. try to sing y'all my shit beforehand. You know what I mean? But um, it's finally starting to pick up. And it's a reason behind it where it, you have to be able, like I said, to adapt. You have to be able to adapt. You can't just sit there and be on the same wavelength. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we just going to keep making the, the boom bap shit, this, that, and the third. And that's cool. But the greats were able to make radio songs as well as the grind shit. Absolutely. And you popped up on Premiere Was Here. Um, you had you had you had joints on on, on premieres uh playlist so that that's that saying man. something right there that that shows you right there that what we're doing at dead wrongs is we're able to bridge the gap that's what we're doing and a lot of artists right now aren't able to do that and of course you'll sit there and you'll look at a, um or you can say jay-z and all these guys but these guys are older guys we talking about guys that can literally say, yo, the old heads really respect his bars. Like, really fuck with him. But the young boys is like, oh no, like, we can put this on in a little pop set. Where little Sarah and Becky can go buy it out in Montana type shit. But <laughs> she and the rest of the boy, but she and the rest of the hood can be like, nah, boy, nice. Like, I fuck with what he doing. So yeah, when, you, doing when you're on the Urban Outfitters playlist and you're on the Premier Was Here playlist with the same song, Come on, man. That's versatility. That's versatility. Tell us. Come tell on, us, man. Tell us. Tell us about uh, health being wealth, man. We see you in the gym, man. What's what's? Oh what's, man. What's the dedication behind that? Well, you know what? Um, a lot of people don't know this, but I, I've had diabetes since I was sixteen. Um, so I've been battling that. You know what I mean? And one thing about exercise in the black community is kind of frowned upon for some odd reason. We act like we're not supposed to exercise. We eat all this salt and all this shit that we like to eat. And we wonder why we suffer from high blood pressure, diabetes, all of these things happen in our family. We're not taking care of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And it's a very important thing, you know. Um, like I said, having it in my teenage years and now I'm 25. You know what I'm saying? Like, and have battled it consistently. I've had my ups and downs with it. You know what I mean? We lost a legend to diabetes. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to Fife Dog, one of my favorite rappers. He lost his fight with it. It's a serious thing. 
And um, what I try to do on Instagram now is just basically tell people like, yo, I'm in the gym every day. This is how I'm gonna survive. This is how I'm gonna live. And nothing is corny with being strong. Because this is the thing. A lot of y'all niggas talk about y'all can fight this, that, and the third, but y'all smoking too much weed, drinking too much liquor, and knock, a nigga knock the wind out your lungs. So you need to be ready. Health is wealth, for real. And the thing is, you want to live your best life. Like, nothing is wrong with living. Who don't want to live more? You know what I'm saying? So I, I really take it personal as a personal mission, but also to show people like, yo, get in that gym, man. And I've been seeing a lot of different people on my Instagram starting to get in the gym more. You know what I mean? Starting to like do their thing because it's important, man. And we as black people don't take health seriously. We don't. You know what I mean? And that we we fighting in our 40s and 50s for dear life when we could have been doing this shit in our 20s. No, that's that's real. No, it's definitely inspiring to me, man. I, I recently kind of kind of got on that as far as just trying to take some steps to, to do some things better as far as, you know, um, my health. So um, seeing you do that on a daily basis is inspiring. So keep doing it, man, for real. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, man. I mean, it, it's an important thing. And between you and Torrey, you're going to have me out here walking out like fucking Luke <laughs> <Luper> Rigno. Turn me to do like... What's, what's your... What's no. your uh, What's your regular uh, routine? Do you do you, uh, just concentrate on on this regular? Uh, you know, you do arms, back, like legs, like what? Like walk us through like the, like your week in the gym, basically. Um, I do a little bit of everything every day. Okay. Um, a little bit of back, a little bit of shoulders, um, chest press, um, incline press, bench press. <coughs> um, I'll do leg press as well. You know, overheads. Um, deadlifts, you know what I mean, pull-ups, dips, everything, you know what I'm saying, um, I basically will do a little bit of everything every day, and I go up like five pounds, so say if I'm doing chest presses and I'm doing like 180s, the next day it's 185, and so on and so forth, so by the next week I go from 180s to about 225, 250, and start just getting more reps, more reps, more reps, you know what I'm saying, so I basically do everything in the gym. Like yeah. every day. And a lot of people don't know if you do a little bit of everything, you gonna start blowing up. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like I should really be walking out here all summer with my shoulders. Like what's the real shit? Cause the thing is, I've been able to just work on certain shit. Like dips, do a hundred dips, do a hundred pull-ups, get my cardio in. You know what I mean? Get on the treadmill. And some days I mix it up. I may just come in there, hit the weight straight through. You know what I mean? Um, and then head on the treadmill or get on a bike. Or I may just come in there, hit the treadmill, do leg press, do some ab work. You know what I mean? Um, and then hit my pull-ups. Or I may just go in there the whole day and just do pull-ups and dips and just leave out. I do what you call like an impact workout, which is like you can go in there from like 30 to 45 minutes and get at least... 40 or 50 reps on like everything. If you do that, you gonna be in the money. Uh, you gonna you be listen, in the money. You listen to yourself when you're at the gym or what? Who do you listen to? Man, I, I mean, man, what I listen to? Um, it all depends on what mood I may be in. You know okay. what I mean? Um, I'm a huge rock Marcy fan. So I'll fucking um, throw that Rosebud one or two on and listen to that shit. You know what I mean? Um, genre like to listen to is the, the title track, Rosebud's Revenge, off the No doubt. 
you know, that shit is hard. I mean, I want revenge. It's <laughs> hard. Like, I'll be banging that shit. So, um, that, um, and then on Rosebuds, too, I like the Bohemian Rose drink. Um, I play that. Respected. I thought he should have spent another verse on that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely could have been uh, a little longer. Pause. But you know what? Run off the tape. I did with that too. So fuck it. Like, yeah, because you know, uh, that is cause, uh, cause dark leather is is uh is like an interlude, yo. I, I need another verse. No, that's that's uh that's street hieroglyphics. Oh, okay, street hieroglyphics. Yeah, because you sent me three. Yeah, yeah that's the one. It's like a minute long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, but see, the thing is, it, it, just like I love with respect it, you want it more. And that's what you want to do. You want people to be like, damn, you should have went on to hear Because then guess what? The next track you want to be a little bit more into. So, um, I listen to a little rock. I'll throw a little West Side Gunner one. You know what I mean? Um, what's the Johnny do? Um, what's this shit? Um, the Almighty John. Don't ever try to fucking play me. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. He, he flip a nigga crazy. Like, you know, he start doing his shit on that jaw. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll throw that on. And then it'd be sometimes I'll throw Keep Sweat on. I'll just be rocking out to make it last forever for like a fucking hour. Yeah. Like, I'm with you. Because Keep Sweat is the shit. Like, yeah, baby. That's like, what? <laughs> what? Yo. I'm, look, I'll be playing all kinds of shit in there. So, and then I may get my rock bag too. Like, I may play some Nirvana. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm a big Nirvana fan. Um, Zeppelin. I'll sit up there and play what is and what never should be for like an hour fucking street. Um, and then, of course, Pete Frampton. Like, I fuck with Frampton, you know. Do you feel okay. like we do? Like, he goes the fuck <laughs> in on that shit. Like, them records is classic. So, I listen to like a variety of things. Throw some Hendrix on. Nice. You know, uh, some band of gypsy shits. So I just got like a, all kinds of playlists. It all depends on my mood that day too. So, now, well, where my dog at, man? Where's Zon at? Oh man, he um, he basically just working, man. You know, he's a vicious lad boy, man. He's cooking up the tracks. You know what I mean? Um, and we travel a lot. We go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? So some days I may not even see him. We may be like in two different places. Like I'm not even like around right now. You know what I mean? Um, I'm running around taking care of shit, so um, he's back in the house just kind of cooking up, getting a lot of different things done. And, um, you know, he's constantly working. Like, he's just a beast on them beats, man. Like, he don't fucking play. He's constantly working. Like, I guarantee if I called him right now, like, he'd be on some shit like, yo, bro, like, I'm in the middle of this. Like, I'm at you back. I'm, like, trying to chop this joint a certain kind of way for the tape. Like, he's constantly, like, reinventing the tape. Yeah, you know I mean, so like, um, we got bona fide tracks that we going with right now, but um, he'll definitely like switch out a couple, three or four. You know what I mean? Just like, eh, this is good, but it ain't great. You know, so that's all he doing. But I'll definitely get him up on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, tell him I said what's up, and when can we expect the the actual finished project? Um, for the Hustlers Renaissance Live for Peru, we're looking more for like a June date. Just to heat up the streets on some June shit, because I'm still working on a couple of records. I want them to be like perfect. You know what I mean? Of course, it's not going to be perfect, but you strive for perfection when you're writing. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? You want the best record possible. So I'm taking my time on crafting a couple of records. 
but um, probably a June release. You know, we're going to do a lot of promo for it. We're going to run for like a month and a half with it. And even in June, in July, and August, we still going to be running with it like I just dropped that day. Got to promote your product. So, Hustlers Renaissance Live from Peru, like I said, man, them tracks is crazy. Like, nobody has those records out at all. Like, when a lyric... Yeah, now we're, we're looking forward to uh, promoting it and letting the people know, man. And definitely this show here will give people uh, some insight into your personality, you know, away from the from the beats. Um, uh, tell the people how they can listen to the old projects and then how they can also, uh, you know, look at you in the gym and, you know, see you getting right uh, in there. Uh, hey, man, I'm... <laughs> You can you can find us on SoundCloud at Dead Wrong Records. Um, of course, we got our man up there, Free Bill. You know what I mean, uh, Bill Cosby. We got Bill on there. That was controversial. You know what I mean when we that put was. that up there. Oh, but yeah. we did Wrong Damn Records wrong logo. It, yeah, it, we sat there and dropped Wrong Bill at this point because <laughs> <laughs> he did wrong at this point in time. You know Definitely. what I mean? So we figured that that was the perfect that was the perfect person to run with. Um, so you can go on SoundCloud. That's the picture that we use for that. Um, and Google is your friend, guys. You know, I'm pretty sure like this nigga is talking a lot of shit. I want to actually hear him rap. Um, Google's your friend. I'm on Spotify. Um, I'm on YouTube. I'm on SoundCloud. Any, pretty much everywhere. iTunes as well. Amazon as well. So you can listen to both projects. Um, all Hell to King as well as Kings of Kings Volume 1. And um, we're going to definitely do a Kings of Kings Volume 2. You know what I mean? We're working okay. on something like that. That may be like an EP or something. Yeah, so, you know, we're working on that. We're, we're both doing your rap. So, um, you know, we're just working, man. You can just find us on everywhere. Like I said, Google's your friend, man. You pull up the articles. They're saying King Shamps is doing this. King Shamps is doing that. Then you can just press on the link. You can read what the writers are saying, and then you can judge for yourself. <laughs> Phil, uh, while, while, you know we, while, while we still have him on the line, is there anything else that we uh, need to ask uh, this great MC? When, when, when we getting you out on the road, yo? Oh, man, we, we setting stuff up as we speak. You know what I mean? Um, we're trying to go on ahead and get a couple of tour situations going on. You know, we're um, talking to different booking agencies and everything. Just trying to make sure we got like the right deal because you got to make sure you know that this is the music business. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, a lot of people, well, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to be on top of your shit. So right now we're mulling over a couple of offers right now as far as booking agency deals, making sure we get the right things at doors and stuff. But real soon, more likely when we when we drop um the Renaissance joint, um, we probably going to be hitting the road right around then. You know what I mean? And um, really going to a lot of different places, doing a lot of local shows, but a lot of out-of-state shit. Like, a lot of out-of-state shit. And um, I'm getting my passport ready as we speak. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of UK love. They love us over in the UK. So, you know, um, we definitely want to go on in and go over there. And that's some of the booking agencies we're talking to, trying to get the right deal done so we can get on over there. You know what I mean? And show the people a, a real dope show. No doubt, man. Oh man, you already know, man. Everything you do, man, I'm I'm happy as hell for you because I, I I seen I seen you putting in the work. I seen you like we you know we talk and so 
Yeah. Everything you're doing, man, I, I love it. And just just keep grinding and don't ever, don't ever, don't ever change, yo. Just always be you. I, I, I gotta you. be, man. I'm from Philly, man. As, exactly, man. But we know we know a lot of people from the city that 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 leave and they, they be different. So, you know what I mean? Nah, I ain't got time like that, man. I, I go to the Chinese store every day. Like, <laughs> you know, like this like you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm out in these streets every day. Like I'm on 52nd Street every day. Like I'm from West Philly, so like I'm the West Philly fly guy. Like how could I leave my hood and not take my hood with me? Take my personality with me. Like I say, I tell people all the time. People say New York is the toughest place to grow up in. Philly is the toughest place to grow up in. Period. You'll never find a tougher nigga than a Philly nigga. I'm telling you, even if he a vicious bookworm, even if he a vicious bookworm, boy, I guarantee you, he know how to put a buck 50 under his shit. It's a guarantee. Like, he do, like, he know, like, he he's still walking around strapped going to his job. Like, it's another kind of animal in Philly. So, I'm always going to carry that energy. And then back to um the gym shit, too. Follow me on Instagram at Ken Shams. You know what I mean? I'm on there. I'm constantly talking shit like I'm doing now. You know what I mean? Telling jokes and whatnot. And I'm getting more on there. So, you know, follow me on King Champs on Instagram. And, um, you know, I'm constantly posting my workout videos. I actually got to post my other jaw. And it's funny we talk about it. I actually got to post the other jaw. So I sure enough was in there tonight. You know what I mean? Ran through everything damn near in the gym. Started doing some new cardio shit. Like, you might you know, have a second um, career, man. You might... You- be like uh, the workout king, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you know. hey, listen, man, cut the check, <laughs> cut the check. We can, we can, we can do pull-ups, dips, push-ups. We can run through the field if you want. We can do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it don't even matter, man. But in, in all seriousness, man, you know, it's always love to get on here with y'all, man. Y'all my big brothers, man. I got a lot of love for y'all and what y'all doing. Y'all always support me. Like, it, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Y'all always support me. So it's always love. You know what I mean? And um, I got it. I got yeah, I gotta get down VA, man. That's the that's another move too. A lot of college radios uh stations. Yeah. And um, you know, Hustle's Renaissance Live for Baru is gonna be out soon. You know, this is the road to Peru. They say the road to the final four. No, this is the road to Peru. This is the road to the dopest shit you will ever fucking hear. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Seriously, man. I'm a fucking name brand, man. Like Pepsi. I'm a name brand. <laughs> he stand by his You know shit. what I mean? I stand by my shit, man. Like, it's, it's not too many motherfuckers that fuck with me or my brother or my team, really. Fuck me. I got a strong team. Frio can spit, black can spit, yo, caution can ask, spit. Yo, 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 Frio still still doing his thing? Oh man, Frio got a couple of records, man. Okay. You know, we all like sitting in the cut, like plotting the takeover right now. Because okay. the thing is, it's, it's one thing to drop a lot of music and not have a game plan behind it. Like today as an independent artist, you got to have a game plan. Like you can't just up jump, drop the shit on SoundCloud and think that shit going through low Uzi numbers, nigga, because it ain't. It just ain't gonna do that off the rip. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able to know where you wanna place the music, who's gonna really support it, who's got a good following. You know what I mean? All of those things come into play. So Frio working. Frio got a lot of records. Caution got a lot of records. Caution, Caution sent me some shit the other night that's crazy. Um, 
So he's working. Black about to get in the studio. And then we're going to do a lot of posse cuts, too. You know what I mean? We got a couple of drinks. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to do this tape, A Hustler's Renaissance Live from Peru. We're going to do that tape. That's going to be crazy. You know what I mean? Um, and then we're going to work on the Dead Wrong Project. Yeah. Where all of us is going to be on it. Last thing I want to say, man, before we get out of here. I love the fact that in 2018, you still calling your projects tapes. I love it, yo. Uh, that 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 shit is the greatest thing ever. Um, I mean, because even, even though because that's what it is. Projects. The fact that you still call them tapes is just just shows your your um the cloth you cut. I mean. Yeah, I'm a I'm a hip hop head, man. I love hip hop. Like hip hop is my life. Hip hop is my everything. You know what I mean? It's really it's always been really in my life, um, like sports, streets and music like that's like all i was into like if i wasn't hanging with you know the crips around here or doing this that and the third getting in all kinds of trouble or i wasn't knocking niggas the fuck out on the football field i was writing consistently that's all i was doing so the thing is i'm taking in all of the different music that i'm listening to and listening to the greats and studying them because i want to be a great like i want to be a great so fucking bad it's crazy so I want to study the greats. I want to listen to Nas and how he was able to flip. You know, I gave you power. How can I do that? You know what I mean? We listen to a Jay, you know, with the evils or listening to, you know, a prodigy, keep it thorough or anything. Basically, my deep every day is survival of the fittest. You know what I mean? Give up the goods, anything. You know what I mean? How Buckshot was able to kind of get slippery on the mic. You know what I mean? I'm I listen to Rock Marcy. I'm listening to these guys. Wordsmiths to get my pen up. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I, I want to be great. Man, so I, I respect everything in the culture, man. So I'm going to continue to call them tapes because that's what they are. You know what I mean? I'm not a fucking R&B singer. So like, I'm not going to be like, you know, this album, this project. Like, I'm not Celine Dion, nigga. Like, I rap. <laughs> The fuck, yeah. like, come on. There it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> come on, man. We we gotta keep it funky up here and not keep it funky at all, man. Ain't no use talking about it. So I'm gonna continue to respect the culture, man. You know, I come from it and it's a certain skill set you gotta have. So that's that's what I pride myself in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the road to Peru. Uh it ain't it ain't, it ain't no more to it, man. You know how we do, man. This this is the Heat Holders. This is Phil Maddox 365. I'm with my brother, Davis Backwards. And we on the Tissue and the Tape podcast with uh, the King of Kings, uh, my homie, uh, your, your soon-to-be favorite MC, King Shamps. And, um, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord! <laughs> man, on, on that note, man, Phil Maddox, take us out with the fader. Okay, gang. Man, I just want to give a shout-out to my city. Um... Tell Kevin Hart, yo, just be easy. We gotta get these uh these games in Miami. Uh don't don't wake up the uh don't wake up the dead. Let let them sleep. And uh and until then, work for the money, live for the love, and die for what you believe in. This is tissue in the tape. Respect he holders. They do hip-hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby.
black shades cover the face of a great First on the scene arrive, passion be late The killers wanna take to make my safe safe I proceed to push weight, cop large estates I dictate the pace, got lions laying awake Combat the hate with yellow tape, you sealed your fate Maserati's erase, create exquisite escapes Elaborate schemes get the cream, I'm out my papes A young hustler, pop suckers who's undercover Police lovers, one is gone for mad summers I take keys, slow the speed and do numbers A young wise king, my crew ain't up and comers Vicious drug smugglers, extendo clips Cowards play gangsters, we live this shit Real live men who thrive off sin Crack is the wind, shine hard on these frauds Man, I'm not like them We make moves, connect dots, collect cheddar We shake dudes and make drops and black letters My team supreme, tough like dark leather My team supreme, tough like dark leather We roll deep, but don't sleep, we move clever We toe heat, but don't speak, we know better My team supreme, tough like dark leather My team supreme, tough like dark leather Untouchable thug, hop on the gun smoke Armani trench coat, let you know I move dope A sniper with the toast, the wrong one to provoke Rebels react, reckless anytime I say so I let them know what's the difference between me and you I get it from the mud, y'all tell lies to sound true Niggas going broke, can't run with my crew Money long like Yana's arms, make his face blue Not a fuck, giving that's how I play ya Living my heart pump, venom, I leave your brain spinning I bought the cleanest linen, make the hardest turn timid I'm all about my business, see murder, there's no limit My life's authentic, drop digits and diamond districts, young fly nigga, grab bricks that I can build with. I'm on some money shit, dressed in designer print. Females is loving it. I'm a handsome pimp. I can't deny his levels to being fly. The wrong one arise, the one no problem with us guys. Got mafia ties, you see mobsters don't prosper. You must follow a different mantra. I gotcha. We make moves, connect dots, collect cheddar. We shake dudes and make drops and black letters. My team supreme, tough like dark leather. My team supreme, tough like dark leather. We roll deep, but don't sleep. We move clever. We told he but don't speak, we know better. My team supreme, tough like dark leather. My team supreme, tough like dark leather. A west side nigga rock first from my style. GQ frigga bring swag to my style. Getting papered up, I let the money pile. Young kid with the bright smile, switch white like the now. Cause and effect, I'm strapped with two texts. My bitch is well kept, I hustle with intellect. Diamonds on my neck, I'm ignorant when I flex. Champagne on deck when I step on their decks. I must confess, I chin check for my respect. Y'all play games. Got mad aim and no regrets I let a lie slide, play boy, your time's up You don't wanna see the mother of your kids tied up Collect the ransom, dip off in the family bodies And pens landing fast, they can't stand them If they try to gauge, I'll make the front page A crew of renegades that leave your block sprayed Give cement lays the ghosts of Dutch Schultz You know I stash your money in the votes I got that, hustler in me, I turn nothing to plenty Niggas can't do nothing with me we make moves, connect dots, collect cheddar We shake dudes and make drops and black letters My team supreme, tough like dark leather My team supreme, tough like dark leather We roll deep, but don't sleep, we move clever We told he, but don't speak, we know better My team supreme, tough like dark leather My team supreme, tough like dark leather